Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, it's Cammy here, Chris Kamara. It's unbelievable, Jeff. And this is the Football Ramble. How do you do? How do you do? It's the Football Ramble, ladies and gentlemen, and it's lovely to have your attention. James or Jim is here not to let us down. Hello. Pete Donaldson's here to put in a strong performance. Yes, yes. And Luke Moore's here to be himself. All right. How are you, chappies? I'm all right. Good. Mystery man. Yeah. I'm, I'm Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> Got to start doing that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. I'm, I'm, I'm fine now I know who you are. Yeah. yeah. Everyone knows who I am. Yeah. Arrogant. Um, <laughs> in my family. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, let's get on with it for crying out loud. Um, Spurs had a magnificent comeback. In a, in a local derby, a North London derby, to be precise. <coughs> yeah. Don't worry, James, we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, uh, gentlemen, let's start by asking you, the Ramblers, what was a memorable or perhaps a favourite derby comeback? James or Jim? It's a very hard question. Isn't yes. It? You're trying to kill us. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Through, I don't know what, some sort of brain aneurysm. Kill us with questions. I kill you with kindness. Can I say I had a great time researching this question? <laughs> yeah. I had a superb time. What do you mean you researched it? Uh, through the annals of my mind. Well, that's <laughs> operating on telepathy once again, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Um, Jamesy? The one I'm going to go for, it's um, 93, 94. And I actually saw this little one ago. It was on a documentary called Looking for Manchester. Um, oh, with Eric Cantona? Eric Cantona in it, yeah. And it yeah. was. Um, it's called Looking for Eric? No, no that's, that's, the film. that's the film that it was. Oh, okay, right. Kind of, okay. Did yeah. you see what they've done there? Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, it was. Man City were two new up Noel Quinn scored both goals and then did. Eric got a couple and Roy Keane scored the winner and it was kind of I was at Main Road yes well you forget um, I mean it's probably even only the past sort of four or five years that kind of the real animosity that most neutral fans felt towards Man United has died down people hated them they back did. then yep. but mm. that was the sort of result where you just had to grudgingly accept how good they were <laughs> yeah. just sort of they were magnificent at times and it was just like Do you feel they Chelsea? just were so jammy and just well not jammy but just so no. they were so predictably good well, so yeah. often mm. that it would just you just go ah. Oh. Do you feel Chelsea have stolen their gig of it? I think yeah I think they have really and mm. I think City are now kind of making people soften towards Chelsea and City haven't even really done anything yet. <laughs> <laughs> No one hates Portsmouth because they've never done anything. It's, it's because they're at the top of the tree. It's, yeah. and, it, and like James just alluded to, it'll be Liverpool before them. Yeah, right. and, when, and when Man City finish their whatever they're doing, their project, it'll be someone else. QPR. Yeah, yeah, it might be. Still waiting for that to happen. It might be. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, that's a strong start, James. Mm. A strong start indeed. Uh, Pete? I'm at an absolute loss, to be honest, Martin. <laughs> <laughs> it's a difficult question. You've sort of narrowed it down. You've narrowed the angles down now. I've only got a tiny bit to get my ball through. Uh, yeah. Lord Ramble passed me this question and he went smoke him out. <laughs> this will test you. <laughs> All I can remember is the West Brom uh, Birmingham match at the start of the season. <laughs> 1-0 to... It's 3-1 to... Yeah, uh, to West. Oh, yes, yeah, so 1-0 to... Uh, Birmingham. To Birmingham, and, uh, yeah, Cameron Jer- Jerome scored very early on, mm. uh, about 10 minutes in, and then they held on until, I think, yeah. the 51st, possibly the 55th minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it was Hleb's debut. Al- Alex McLeish looked like <laughs> a big bruise, a big upset <laughs> bruise. <laughs> <laughs> and and they, they asked him, they said, uh, what went wrong? What went wrong, Alex? He goes, human error. Yeah, which I think was supposed to have been human error but he was <laughs> so furious <laughs> that reminds me about when Gordon Strachan uh, when I think he was Southampton manager and they, lo- they got quite a hefty loss and uh, the post-match interview question there was said uh, um, what area did you feel you were, you were weakest in and he put in and went that big green one out there <laughs> <laughs> that is decent yeah. Strachan was great but my favourite one we've said before when they grabbed him can we have a quick word Gordon aye velocity <laughs> <laughs> Very good. good. Luke? The stage is set for me to take the points. Is it really? <laughs> Remember, um, I have to answer as well. 2003-2004, yeah. San Siro, Milan derby. Ooh, one from the past. Inter, it was... <laughs> it's not going to be one from the future, is it? <laughs> no, it was, it um, can't not be one from the past. <laughs> um, I'll try for next week. Uh, Inter went two up. It was officially a, Ma- a, Mil- a Milan home game, but Inter went two up through Stankovic and Zanetti. Ooh. One was a horrible um, horrible goal straight from a corner and that should be enough um, to win a Milan derby no? well they were two up at half time and yeah. you must remember the game because in the second half after about ten minutes Milan scored three goals in two minutes but never uh, John Dal Thomas has scored a little textbook tap in ah. um, <laughs> usually Tom- he misses them tap in Thomason yeah. uh, Kakar then drove forward in the characteristic driving run uh-huh. and, and slotted it in the bottom corner well actually no it was quite a powerful shot actually and then Sadorf unbeknownst to the rest of the team had yeah. replaced his right peg with a sledgehammer at half time <laughs> <laughs> Cut in from the left hand side and dispatched one in the, in the far corner. It was a great hit, yeah. really, really good. And then, and, and that was, and the score stayed like that for the yeah. next half an hour. And Milan went on to win three two. So a derby, a comeback, and one of the biggest stages of all. Thanks very much. Right, a, a pop di- bang, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> a dispatch, a dispatch, dispatch your soup, dispatch your soup. Um, I'm gonna, you know what? I think I've got a better answer than that. Go on. It's, it's from an Edinburgh derby. <laughs> oh, yeah. bigger, bigger than the Milan derby isn't it <laughs> um, uh, televised around the world yeah. <laughs> your arrogance will be your downfall um, okay. it was uh, it was at Tyne Castle and it, it, considerably smaller than the San Siro I think and Hearts were against Hibs and Hibs scored Hibs were 3-2 up then Hibs I think it was a penalty and I think it was Mixu Patline and missed it, and then someone got the rebound, and they went four-two up in injury time. You're being serious? In injury time. Yeah. <laughs> then Hearts managed to pull one back in the fourth minute of injury yeah. time. Oh yeah, well done. Yeah. Forty-two seconds later, four-all. Three <laughs> goals in injury time. It wow. was unbelievable. That's great. Um, and it's one with a point. <laughs> so they didn't actually win the game, though. No, exactly. It's a comeback. Luke's got the points We all know that Yes thank you very much But uh, it's, it's <laughs> I choose uh, that every other that <laughs> What do you want What do you want <laughs> I just want him to be honest <laughs> it, that, it was for all Yeah uh, Well let's yeah. move on To Arsenal versus Spurs and The I, incident that spawned the question mm. 
Indeed, I was James. I was playing eleven aside, uh, just a, a stone's throw away, and a big shout went out, and I knew Arsenal were turning up. I was like, well, that's got to be another one, isn't it? Well, that's right. When I watched the first half, only the first half, but more on that later, why I had to uh, go off and uh, watch another match, uh, and I couldn't believe it when I, the the result came in three two because Arsenal they were fantastic in the first half. Well, yeah, I mean, it was just the capitu- capitulation was incredible. They're all goals that could have been prevented as well. I mean, the the, the handball was just absolutely just <laughs> mindless. It just f- Fabregas look, just looked like he just looks like he's been pissed since the summer. <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> if you have to reach the end, don't do yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Well, Shamak did the same as well. It was just, <laughs> what? Why were they doing it? Do his mind's already in Barcelona. Well, he's, <laughs> he's got a Barcelona face. <laughs> he's trying to drive his price down or something. He's helping you out. Uh, James, there's someone on, the, on, our, on, our, on our website forum said, um, regardless of the circumstances around the handball that Fabregas committed, it's a sorry state of affairs when I was protecting my face becomes a valid excuse because yeah. <laughs> that's what Fabregas was saying seriously he was yeah I was protecting my face I was protecting my face even though him in the face I know I know that but I'm saying whose yeah. face is he protecting one of the crowds <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. on a bike yeah Fabianski's face in- terrible cheating really, really bad cheating <laughs> yeah I mean in- at, at least have a positive outcome for your cheating <laughs> if you're yeah, going to exactly. attempt it yeah. in, the, in the week that uh, the first £100 non-hospitality seat uh, well, that's right. is apparently going to go on sale very soon like it's at Arsenal as well. At Arsenal, <laughs> yeah. why would oh, you? You would not. A good see, week. You would not pay a hundred quid to see that. No, no. good God. Just uh, as I was saying, there's other well, a goal from a set piece and um, just just poor. Just I mean, Arsenal. It's, we've just been saying these things for years and years. I mean, even on this very show since we've been doing it, and sort of, sort of before that, it's just the, the the same deficiencies are there, and you just you just wonder what's going to happen. There seems there seems to be this kind of arrogant belief at Arsenal that. Because they do things in such a specific way that the basics can somehow be overlooked. Do you know mm. what I mean? And, and Arsenal fall down on those sort of things so many times. Mm. And I mean, it is a decent squad, and it's you know I, I don't necessarily think he needs to sort of spend billions of pounds as a lot of people do. Just kind of need to think. But at the same time, I don't know. Maybe he should get himself onto Vonga dot com and get a short manageable loan and, and uh, <laughs> yeah. that he can pay back when he wants. And just <laughs> I don't know. Are they sponsors of buy a goalkeeper? Yeah, just buy ah. Cash for goals. From my point of view, as an outsider, it does seem to be the same old thing. I mean, the amount of times that James sat across from us and said the same thing over and over mm. again. But, I mean, this, I'm, I try and vary it. It's not your fault. I, I think that um, as good as Spurs were in the second half, in the first half, and, and they were, were as well. Yeah, they were. Can't take anything away from them, but in the first half they were pretty poor. Uh, they set themselves up wrong, yeah. and they changed at halftime. Credit them for that. I, I think the point I want to make credit about, to Harry Redknapp for that. Boy, if he if he takes if he's taking around the blame for the first half, you should, should take the credit <laughs> for the second half. Absolutely <laughs> true. You but, can't let wow. him have his win, can you? Well, no, I am. I am let him have it. To me, whether he gets the win or not, the three points are on the board. I can't let him have his glory. Lovely finish from Bale. It was. Yeah, one, one thing I wanted to say about it was that it's a derby game, obviously. And, and, and a comeback. In the first half, Spurs went there to, to try and contain Arsenal. And they didn't yeah. work. And, and they found themselves 2 0 down at half time. Sure. I don't know how long it's going to take for Spurs to actually realise not only are they one of the best teams in the league, mm. they've got arguably the two best players in the Premier League at the moment Gareth Bale and Van der Vaart. Yeah. They could have set up like that from, from the start against Arsenal. Yeah, yeah. And they could have blitzed them. Because Arsenal, as you've just alluded to, have got a lot of frailties in their mm. team. Well, it's that lack of a defensive mode, isn't it, with Arsenal? You look at Chelsea, you look at Man United, they're excellent without the ball. Without the yeah. ball, Arsenal panic. That's right. they, just, they just go to pieces without it. It's, 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 you can't have both. You, you can't have one of those modes without the other. You can't just be amazing at attacking. No. Look at Barcelona without the ball, you know, Absolutely. it's outstanding. Yeah. 
Well, most most of your team could play uh, in the number nine role. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Thomas Vermaelen got, I think, he got into double figures last season. <laughs> we miss him. Sorry, yeah, sorry, you do, he's yeah. a common influence. The thing about Van der Vaart, by the way, is, and Marcus and I mentioned this brief on the way up here. I still think he's got more to give. He's he's, oh, he's God, performing yeah. at a massive level. Mm. He still looks like he could use, lose a few pounds. He's not played an awful lot of football before he came to Spurs. He looks a little tiny bit overweight as well. Did you Did you hear what he said recently? He loves playing under Harry Redknapp because Redknapp doesn't really you know make him train very. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't really go into the tactics too much um, during the week. He doesn't sit them down and make them watch videos and chalkboards and mm. all. He just sort of says to them, um, "Right, you're picking up him for corners. Mm. Go out there and play." And mm. uh, oh, he definitely know. did that at Portsmouth as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, what they, that's what they say about Almost Keegan, Keegan though. And, uh, oh yeah, and I don't. That's why I don't see Harry Redknapp as England. <laughs> 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 He's, he almost tries to empower the players, perhaps a bit too much. Well, maybe. he allows them to express themselves, doesn't he? Which is yeah. of, uh, well, I mean, Carlo Ancelotti this very week has been saying he doesn't have the. He he doesn't have the power to do that really mm, so yeah. he can't do what Redknapp does in a way because he's uh, he, he doesn't decide him. who comes in and stuff like that so you oh, know, he's just got to work with what he gets Look. when it's given to him whereas Redknapp can obviously go and decide what sort mm. of players he wants in what it's sort a very of different set up I think, I think the argument is that Ancelotti isn't autonomous the same way as other managers are like Ferguson even but Redknapp's done an excellent job at Spurs they've, they've, mm. if you look at the results they've got themselves into the top four they're doing a, well again this season they've ordered a couple of good nights in the Champions League and there'll probably yeah. be more to come but, but will it will it come unstuck at the very top level under Redknapp if he's not tactically astute enough that's the, that's the well, only it's question it's the, uh, the level of difficult games that they're not going to have dealt with before a lot of people that sort of the naysayers that think Spurs will always have whatever they achieve um, we're saying, you know, when they lost at Bolton after after beating Inter, it's like, oh, well, there you go. There's there's a real Spurs showing their true colours. But f- f- there are far more experienced Champions League sides that have that same problem every season. Absolutely, so right. it's really mm. harsh criticism on the thing. It's, it's interesting to see what they can do this season. Absolutely, it really is. No, I mean, it's exciting to see. Is Redknapp's face getting saggier, Pete? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's, it's gravity just... that isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we all are. Does <laughs> he keep leaning over? Yeah. Um, uh, Chelsea lost again. Mm. Away to Birmingham. someone is getting a spanking. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Someone is going to get an absolute hiding yeah. of Chelsea. It's revenge. Ray yeah. Wilkins is, if he was a ghost, he'd be haunting them. At this <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What is going on over there? It's weird, isn't it? It's, it's weird what's come kit. out today. It's that third kit. They can't take themselves seriously. <laughs> <laughs> They're just embarrassed. They just want to hide. <laughs> to be, they look like a team of refs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to, yeah. To be fair, though, Chelsea. I mean, they Someone on another day. Day, yeah. They, yeah. They on another day it would have been four or five one. You know. Yeah, but, I mean Ben Foster is absolutely superb. Yeah, but that's I mean, the point, isn't it? You, you, if you if you finish well enough, you don't give a keeper a chance to do that. He played well for Ben Foster, but yeah. there's no excuse for him to be able to make that many mm. saves. If you, it just says to me your finishing isn't up to scratch. Yeah, yeah. The thing, the really interesting thing that's come out over the last day or two is that Angelotti's making real serious, you know, serious murmurs that he might not be there much longer he mm. said he hasn't got ability to make decisions the Wilkins was moved on there's a bit of confusion over that well uh, the guy who's replaced him Emanalo yeah yeah he's got no experience in that position at all he know? was he was chief scout people they got him a couple of years ago under Grant Grant yeah. brought him in yeah uh, but he's be, not but before he was chief coach. scout he was uh, he was teaching uh, kids in America kids mm. in like, Arkansas he, he was a pro- he was a professional footballer yeah he played for an African he played for an African country didn't he Oh, did he? He, okay. was, he was international, wasn't he? Okay, right. Oh, it's like Abramovich, without meaning to be too stereotypical, it's like Abramovich has fallen for one of those emails. <laughs> just, just sort of giving the guy a job. But, he, but of like, all the people, but that Ancel- could have fallen for one as well. <laughs> but Ancelotti sort of come out and tried to sort of discredit him a little bit when he, he, he although he sat next to him on the bench, he sort of said, well, he's not going to be involved in training. Well, what's he doing then, this yeah. man? 
this yeah. mystery man. Yeah. At least Wilkins is on. But apparently uh, now they're saying that uh, Real Wilkins didn't have the support of the of the players. Is he doing what you do on Football Manager? You just get him to go to the press conferences. Boring. Too much time. Only when you win. I go on the press conferences. Yeah, but I mean, he was he was the guy who was in charge of of checking out the team they were going to play next. Yeah, he would go all around the country, all around Europe, and check out how the other teams play. Chief scout sort of role, and now he's been moved into this position. And Ancelotti is all all but said it was nothing to do with him. You know. So it's a very strange one. Must be weird for a player when you're working under a manager who is working under someone else. Mm. Because uh, do, you, do you, you lose that freedom of expression that we're talking about Tottenham having and certain other teams having? Arsenal clearly have it as well. And you, as, a, as a player, knowing that your manager is just sort of being, almost being used as a puppet. I mean, I'm not sure if it's kind of that extreme with Ancelotti, but it certainly seemed like that sort of with, with Grant and it's Mourinho seemed to be resisting of that course. sort of thing. Yeah, and, and Mourinho was doing an excellent job, and so Ancelotti's doing an excellent job as well. Yeah. So I don't know what Abramovich wants. I don't, yeah. I don't understand it, it, what, his, what his motivation for doing this mm. is. You look around, apart from on the continent, that never ends well. Certainly doesn't end well in the Premiership when it's happened before. No, t- well, tell me a manager. Abramovich wants Chelsea to win the Champions League. We all know that. Mm. Tell me a manager knocking about, realistic manager, who has got. Better pedigree at doing that than Carlo Ancelotti that they could realistically get. Mm. They're not going to get Mourinho back, are they? No, absolutely. You know, right. So I don't understand. It's, it's about patience and, and things like that. But just to touch on what you were saying earlier about the sort of the the sort of omnipotence of, of, of people like Ferguson and Wenger and, and Mourinho, I suppose, to a certain extent, um, which is why he fell out with Abramovich. But on the continent, they do tend to just have coaches yep. a lot more often. So I mean, I suppose so a lot of the players Chelsea may be used to that at other clubs. So I'm not sure how it's weird. It's a different model on the continent, isn't it? You'll have someone who will take care of the transfers. Mm. And you'll have uh, the, the well, like Liverpool just got with Comley, and uh, who was I like suppose so, yeah, the guy, one guy will take care of the team, and he, maybe he'll give a list of players and say, "Can you go and get them for me?" Yeah, don't well, forget Chelsea's got Frank Carlson as well. Yeah, absolutely. But well, Mourinho, um, I think, Man City kind of also got Barry Cook. That <laughs> trend a little at Madrid because I think that was very much the way they used to operate. But he insisted, apparently, on he like fought quite hard for them to sign um, Angel Di Maria, who's mm. obviously just playing out his skin at the moment. Mm. Mm. Um, so yeah, maybe Mourinho's. Just bucking that trend. That's right. Um, uh, well, uh, trends are being bucked at Bolton because mm. they're playing in a, a slightly more attractive style it's under Owen Coyle. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was, I did them a disservice yeah. there. Uh, a much more attractive playing style, uh, beating Newcastle 5 1. And we have to mention this, it was almost as day two Owen Coyle in the reserve game. Yeah. Do you see it? It was a, it was a friendly at Cliftonville away for, to open their new pitch, wasn't it? Oh, was that mm. right? Yeah, yeah, away in Ireland. Yeah, they got I think an old weather pitch, isn't it? Yeah. It's a lovely chip. I mean, 44, 44. It was yeah. Burkamp's chip for yeah. me. He's, he's, yeah. he's played against, like, didn't he play against Burnley Reserve one? He gives like, himself a run out every yeah. so often, I think, yeah. just to keep, keep himself ticking over. He's doing a great job there, isn't he? Yeah, he well, is doing yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's done what he said he would, didn't he? Which was that he would come in and he'd introduce a style of play that he was trying to do at Burnley. And they, the Burnley were a very good sort of attacking side, like, very watchable team yeah. uh, when, they were, when they were up last year under Coyle. And uh, yeah, he's, he's done it, hasn't he? It's taken him nearly a season, but he's actually. Really implemented his own style on the squad, and it's good to see that as well. Because when when you look at what Gary Megson did when, when he came in, oh. it's just it seemed to be just keep going, just keep up what's already there, keep things in place. There was a protest when he got hired, Megson. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean, that's how you know you're not really long for the management world when that happens. Yeah, absolutely. Megson um, yeah. out before he's but in. Almanda's joint top score in the Premier League. No, yeah. Was he second? Or was he I think he's joint with seven. He's up he? there. Yeah, so he's had two stinking seasons. Yeah, he really, really. <laughs> that's, that's a year the ago. storm before after. The <laughs> a year ago, we sat here and I said, oh, I said to you lot, and in it, when I once when I famously predicted Voronin to be top scorer in the league, yeah. that didn't go too well. But if, a year ago, one of us said, oh, in a year's time, Elmanda, Johan Elmanda will be joint top scorer in the Premier League. But he's but yeah. he's got a lot to 
prove still though, isn't it? Because I mean, look at someone like um, I've used this example before, but um, Juan Pablo Angel mm. at Villa mm. had one season. Where I think he got twenty five goals, something like that. Yeah. But the, the rest of the time, it was sort of just getting into double figures and stuff like that. I'm kind of similar to how Almond has mm. been before, mm. and he, he, it could be flashing the pan. I hope not because he, he, he looks. Um, I think he's. It looks like they're really, really getting the best out of him. And, I mean, it's, it's, his footwork is excellent. Like yeah. the, the way he's playing at the moment, and mm. yeah. yeah. They haven't lost in November, I think they've grown great guns. Yeah. Um, one thing I've re- I read um, uh, from Opta Joe, who's a, who's, a, who's a must follow on Twitter, was that mm, um, Big Ojo. This, th- that said, this isn't even there in the top three of Bolton's best starts in the Premier League. Do you remember under Allardyce, um, they had three seasons in a row where they it was sort of around 03-04 mm-hmm. where they were flying early yeah, in yeah. the league, you know. And so it's it's a little bit of a replication of that. But like you say, Marcus, the difference is they're playing nice football. And it's good mm-hmm. to watch. But I think they've still got those big physical players in there, which is making them, which is means you know they can. Revert to grinding it out if they, they have, have to. to. Yeah, it's a nice skill to have. Nice little uh, option. Very much so. Uh, we should also, before we move on from the Premier League, say that three points separate the top four. Well done, Premier League. Refreshing. <laughs> we often credit uh, Serie A and other leagues for yeah. that. So, yeah. Well, look, look at the bottom, though. I mean, and what, Pete, yeah. what does this prove once again? Uh, that we are four men in a room, and it's the best league in the, the best entire in the world, world yeah. in the history yeah. of the most everything. exciting league the world has ever known. Forgive me, Richard. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> uh, we're going to move on to the Championship. Now, I said earlier that I had to stop watching Arsenal versus Spurs at half-time. That was because, ladies and gentlemen, I went to Loftus Road to watch Queen's Park Rangers, a.k.a. QPR, play Preston North End. Bit of a South African theme down at Loftus Road. You've got South Africa Road, Bloemfontein Terrace or something, yeah. Durban House. The pub is called the Springbok It is. Well. Yeah. Mm. I liked it, to be mm. honest with you. Mm. Um, it's odd, isn't it? QPI. It's only sort of fifteen thousand, I think, the capacity. Slightly more than that. It's a good old-fashioned ground, though. It it's is. A lovely place it to really be, is. Yeah. But it's, it was odd to think um, that it could be in the Premier League next season. Yeah, quite small, but they've got enough money. They're like the yeah. second richest club in the world, or something. Yeah. Unbelievable. Well, Preston North in a banging trouble as well. And, and big John Parkin would have played, would he? I saw the beast. Mm. Did he? Wow. Did you? Yeah. From start to finish, he played the whole game. The whole game. How did, was he blowing? I bet he was blowing. Uh, he was. Yeah. They, do you know I what bet was he likes his Bill Tong speaking of South <laughs> Africa. <laughs> Yeah. Do you know what's quite funny For corners uh, For one in particular I remember quite vividly He was on the post Because he can't move That's right I thought Why is a big man Surely you'd have it and, Oh yeah Because that's right But he, he yeah. cleared it off the line <laughs> Most people would have done You know like a diving header Or really got the neck muscles Not John Park And he took the chance He chested it And volleyed it On his own line away <laughs> Nice yeah. It was class But QPR 1-3-1 Tarat's got a couple of beauties Yeah he? he did yeah He's Oh, he's a he's a brilliant player but he's a funny one because at times he just holds on to it for fun really mm. and in that league I suppose he can the level of ability he's got for that division is unprecedented it's, it's British yeah. but he, you can you can tell sometimes when he's got the ball his teammates make the runs mm. and he doesn't release it sometimes <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. and a couple of times when he uh, the, the second goal in particular he scored 225 yarders yeah. uh, the first one was particularly special but when he scored the second one he celebrated on his own and I, there's reports that he doesn't like English culture He doesn't really mix in With the players He mm. just loves his football mm. well, There's got to be a reason Why he moved from the Premier League Down yeah. to keep Well that's right yeah. Talking about him Holding on to the ball too much And stuff I mean that was evident At Tottenham When he was there like The mm. sort of flashes we saw of him um, At Spurs and that, That's a real shame that you, If he's yeah. still doing that You do wonder If they get up Will he just get found out Like that Because yeah. it's, it's almost like you, I suppose you, you 
in his mind, he's going to have dropped down a division to sort of learn how to graft and do like almost as like an apprenticeship. If you're that kind of egotist, he's not going to be sort of no. Um, no. taking it too seriously. But it's the you hear him making noises about how even now you hear him saying that um, Barcelona and Madrid would be interested in him and stuff like that, mm. and he, that he's had you know people to speak to his agent about. It and he's stuff, a marquee so. player for that for that level. I mean, yeah, but yeah. he thinks he's a marquee player for the sport, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. sport, he thinks he can transcend the I sport. T- I tell yeah. you what, though, but it looks like he's got the tools, but not the application, and yeah. it's, it's such. Well, shame, it's a classic it, case of that, isn't it? So many talented players, and well, along with Scott Sinclair at, at Swansea, I mean, they're, they're, for me, they're two standout yeah. players in the division. Very I've only seen so. Tarrat play a couple of times, so. but there, there was some he, great chance, though. I've got to say, from the QPR faithful, that when he would just do something good or score, you know, which was whenever he wanted, exactly, <laughs> there was just the chant of Tarrat's too good for you. Do you know what I mean? It's almost like, well, what can you do? Well, Preston well, are rock him. bottom, by the way. Yeah, so. no, no, very much so. But yeah. there, there was some harsh treatment for old Darren Ferguson. Was there, yeah? Called son of Alex Ferguson. You, uh, you said something very. He should be called that. Jim. Son of Alex Ferguson. <laughs> Marcus said something very harsh about Darren Ferguson on the way up here. <laughs> and, I, and I shall repeat it to both of you. He said, we were talking about Paul Skull, which tends to happen pretty much every time we go on the way to record it. And, and Marcus went, I think Sir Alex Ferguson loves Paul Skulls more than he loves Darren Ferguson. <laughs> <laughs> What do you reckon? If the BBC had upset Paul Scholes in in the same way, yep. he wouldn't be talking to anybody. No, any, exactly. any media outlet. Feeling wouldn't be coming out either. <laughs> yeah. The hairdryer would come out. Yeah, but there was some chance of when when QPR was sort of two, three up. Um, your dad's ashamed of you. <laughs> <laughs> you. You're nothing like your old man, or you're oh. nothing like your dad, which was harsh. It was really, harsh. But there was, but there was some good chance <laughs> apart from that. Um, it, what was quite funny was when QPR scored an own goal right at the death, which mm. was a terrible, terribly sloppy own goal. Um, you know, we score your goals for you. We score your goals. <laughs> um, but, but perhaps my, my favourite moment was as the uh, stadium announcer. And they've been doing this for years, QPR. I didn't realise. Of course, they play in the hooped kits. Yeah. Uh, the stadium announcer read out the team, and boy, oh, here we go, Queensland Raiders, Bristol. Then, and he goes, "Come on, you super!" <laughs> and everyone goes, "Hoopsa!" Did <laughs> <laughs> it be more Cockney? It was amazing. Yeah. And then when there was a lull, not a lull, a lull, lull yeah. in the crowd, some bloke would just stand up and go, "Come on, you super!" And everyone, "Hoopsa!" Nice. <laughs> <laughs> they used to do boing boing Fulham Fulham, didn't they? Which is a yeah. similar thing where everyone would just someone would start chanting. And everyone would just go nuts and jump up and down mm. on the terraces. We don't really do that now. <laughs> According to QPR as well, that uh, West London is theirs, not Chelsea's. Yeah. Right. Just to clear that, well, I, I would, I would lots of anti-Chelsea chants. But uh, but there we are. Enough about QPR. Thank you very much for your hospitality, everybody. I um, once, I once uh, handed televisions out uh, outside uh, QPR's ground for a radio feature. Well, there you go. Out of a van. Well, free tellies. Free tellies. Oh, by the yeah. way, I'd just like to say that as I said thank you for your hospitality, I was just with the punters. Yeah, you <laughs> I don't know why I said that. You bought a ticket. <laughs> went in there. Wink, wink. Um, uh, yeah, so... Exceptionally uh, polite as you walked out. Thanks for your hospitality. <laughs> <laughs> It's all right. <laughs> in the hands of like just the you know, stewards. You know what I'm like. <laughs> Kissing babies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Maradona being parade. The thing is, uh, what's a Surrey gent to do? Listen, hey, listen. Don't know, but ask. Ever since the show's become slightly more popular, Marcus is actually like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks Massive for your hospitality. Yeah. Goes into Asda doing shopping. Thanks for your hospitality, everyone. I don't do my shopping. Either, <laughs> um, <laughs> you don't do your shopping. <laughs> it's got to that point. If only, James. If only. Right. Um, and of course, QPR Cardiff. This weekend is the big one that Cardiff draw points. Uh, and, oh, it's massive down there in the Championship. Mm, Absolutely massive. Very exciting. Nearly as big as La Liga. You don't have to say down there. 
Well, it is. It's over there. Over there. Yeah. Over there. It's it's real football, there. isn't it? Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, in La Liga. I love um, that idea of real football. S- surreal football um, at the minute. With uh, Real football? Yeah. It doesn't work. He's, he's royal. Yeah. He's moved, though. I said Raoul. Oh, sorry if I said Raoul. <laughs> Carry on. It goes with it. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> Accepted. Um, Almira, zero, Barcelona, eight. Big score, James. You're a big fan yeah, of them. Well, they're back, aren't we? As we know. Big, yeah, big, they, big. They are here to stay. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it was ridiculous, wasn't it? It was like the entire game just took pass in uh, Almeria's box. It's a big, I think it's the biggest. Um, it's the biggest home defeat in La Liga history, I think. And the, and Almeria's manager has lost his job. Yeah, he's been uh, he's been fired. The, oh. the, the chairman came out and said, "I don't like his methods <laughs> of getting hammered." <laughs> at home. That's, that's, a, that's a method I don't agree with. So off your pop. Yeah, you think Ancelotti's got it? Why are they got bro- it's Fair enough though, isn't it? They literally set a new standard for shitness. Richard, <laughs> Richard. Richard. Yeah. Um, Bo- did you see Bojan's goal? Yeah, the one he just pretty much walked in. Yeah, did you see a celebration? Very odd. Like the ball stayed in the back of the net. He ran around the yes. back of the goal right. and he tried to kick, kick out the again. ball again. Oh. But the, like, he forgot there was a net there. So his foot just got, hit the net and he just, just carried on. <laughs> that that is really taking the piss. Yeah, it's it? odd. Trying, yeah. to, trying to unscore his own goal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sarcastic. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, there, there was 20 minutes to go when they're 8 0, aren't they? It's just unbelievable. They should have gone for 10. Outstanding. You never see double figures. No. He no. says. Except in that Dutch mm. game a little while ago. But <laughs> exactly. that was so satisfying, wasn't <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah. Exactly. I haven't even got OCD. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well done, Barcelona, for not giving us that satisfaction on, again. On yeah. a more serious note, Overrated. I, I admire mm. the commitment of being six and up and going, right, we're carrying on here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, very, it's very Germanic, that. I remember Germany beat San Marino in the last batch of qualifiers 13 0. <laughs> That's yeah. great. <laughs> yeah. That is great. That's the difference between Germany and England because England will go four or five and go. Wow. <laughs> San, imagine growing up in San Marino. Where'd, yeah. Where'd you, You'd have a chance of turning out, though, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. Have you seen well, my player? Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I, I won't. Well, I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, we were, my uh, eleven side team was six 0 down at half time uh, the weekend. Did we pull it back to six two? I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Fair, fair Why credit. didn't you use that for your comeback yeah. story? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By the way, another thing worth mentioning um, and the Amaria Barcelona game. I think I can't remember what the score was. Might have been two or three to Barcelona. Amaria popped up with a really needless own goal under yeah. no pressure. Oh, that, was, that. that was three 0 The guy yeah. just looked like he wanted to cry, didn't he? And from that point on, that his expression just never changed. <laughs> yeah. uh, horrible. What about the Real Madrid Athletic Bilbao five-one Ronaldo hat trick match as well? Didn't Ronaldo got rather annoyed that he couldn't take a pen? Penalty. Mm. He had three. Ramos pen- took it, didn't he? It was yeah. odd. The, but the first, but the first one was a penalty, but it wasn't given. Ronaldo had yeah. a little tantrum. The yeah. second one, he got taken off by Ramos. Well, yeah. The weird thing with the, the first penalty claim, because I think basically Ronaldo, would, I think there was contact on him, but he kind of staggered, and it looked as if he did just thought, "Oh, oh just yeah." Dive. He did overrun it. I, I think yeah. he, he would have had space to slot in, but he just he just thought, "Oh, sod it," you know. What I mean? I'm all the off balance anyway. So. Yeah. yeah, down I go. He was very upset. Going to score three in a minute. So <laughs> he's just back to the form that. Um, well, I say it's scares. not like he was ever out of form, is it? What I mean is he's not injured. Well, it's it's just he scares the mere television viewer. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, yeah. Let alone the fullback that he's tearing to um, pieces. El Manda, joint top scorer in the Premier League 7. Ronaldo, top scorer in La Liga 15 goals. <sighs> That's stupid, isn't it? With Di Maria, was that's, that's just league goals. That's just league goals as well. It's well. a difference of eight. 
<laughs> what are you looking at? <laughs> Messi's, got, Messi's got 22 goals in 17 games this season so far. <laughs> 30 in the league. I was watching. Not bad, I, these stats. <laughs> <laughs> I, I looked up the goals and stuff, and sometimes it's a bit hard to find the goals on YouTube. I found the 5 1 uh, Real Madrid mauling of, of Bilbao, and then realised it was six months ago. He scored a penalty, Ronaldo. Seems yeah. to be. Why, where's yeah. all of his other goals? Have I missed mm. something? <laughs> I might be wrong, but I think you just said penalty. Uh, go, come on Yeah no, I'll that's, rewind, that's, rewind yeah. the tape And what's wrong with that James? <laughs> <laughs> that's one that's what it is Is it a, is it a Newcastle thing? I don't know just I don't think it is I mean I'm, I'm from Newcastle So you know yeah. Yeah. True yeah. Get off his fraud non jewelry back I'm not yeah. on his back Get Okay My black um, <laughs> bl- Bukak <laughs> <laughs> You can take this to the extreme And I don't want you to <laughs> Is that Serie A time? I don't you're, know. you're the anchor, so you yeah. literally you have a list. What's on your list? So I shouldn't ask myself questions out loud, should I? Um, uh, Samuel Eto with a Zinedine Zidane headbutt. Mm. But uh, everybody, nice someone everybody who's referred to this as a Zidane headbutt, well, it as is. if it's like a like a special move now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Had you ever seen the likes of that headbutt before? Yeah, I know. But the, the thing I love is you, you, the truly great players have things like that. You know, you've got like, the Cruyff turn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Zidane's yeah. got a headbutt. Would, now. It, yeah. would it never? Oh, I see what you mean. The yeah. Frank Sinclair own goal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know that Cesar, the John Park in clearance. <laughs> Cesar went down exactly the same way as Matrix as well. That's what made yeah. it look similar. Mm. I, I think he went down a little bit slower. I th- he, he didn't go well, like Matrix a was delayed. Back. Was delayed yeah. as well. <laughs> they, in both cases, it surely never hurt that much. I don't know. Let's. Uh, Come on. Know. I think. It, I think it would. I don't think solar it would plexus. Yeah, but I, I don't think like, it would hurt as. I don't think it would like. You know, you you wouldn't be rolling around in agony. Both but I think of them it looks like they were on a descent to hell. You could be just like <laughs> screaming you like they were with, dying. It was Bill and Ted's bogus journey esque. If you take Matarazzi Zidane, Zidane's from like a, the tough old streaks of Marseille. He's a hard mm. fella, and he's headbutted you. I mean, his skull's any thicker. Well, he's <laughs> headbutted you full pelt in the chest. He could wind you. Yeah, I, 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 I think this one was worse because at least Eto was running at him. Like a, a slightly quicker speed. Zidane was a very slow, sort of trot, and then poof. Yeah, that was all neck. This no, one was just stopped. I, I, I just don't accept that coming from Jim. It's not as though he's like <laughs> he's like some UFC fighter. I'm not. I'll give him. Do it. I'm not playing. I'll, I'll let him later. Let him I, uh, I'm not playing that Eto and Zidane couldn't kick me senseless. I'm just saying Matarazzi and Cesar are, are, are a lot bigger than. I'm not saying that at all. But I'm, just, I'm just saying they both overreacted. You know, just, I agree. The, I, that's fair. You're so another player has struck another player, and one of the overreacted and this surprises you yeah. no I'm just pointing it out oh okay. now it's just descended into this thing well let's um, get he's, rid he's of gonna thing. be in trouble isn't he yeah, yeah, yeah no it's um it's an odd move yeah, yeah no it's it's like like well, Eto's been influenced twice. by Zidane which is yeah. why I like it so much yeah, yeah, you never would have right. thought to do that if it was, that wasn't <laughs> uh, there you know mm. yeah very true uh, Mario Balotelli um, he just keeps piping up, doesn't he? He said that... Uh, Long may it continue. Yeah. One day I'd like to come back uh, playing with Ibrahimovic, and I'm not bothered which shirt it is in. <laughs> He's not fussy, is he, Pete? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Have they tried to media train him, do you think? I, is it just <laughs> impossible? I don't even know where he is most of the time. <laughs> yeah. Zlatan has, has replied uh, after his excellent goal against Fiorentina, and funny right. celebration. Yeah, great overhead kick, sort of really inspirational goal, Zlatan-style goal, he just pulls it out of nothing. But his celebration, he like pumped his fist, like punched the air, <laughs> and like put his, seemed to put his elbow out. Yeah. <laughs> he was on the floor in agony, wasn't he? 
Well, yeah, he was, yeah. Um, he replied to uh, what Balotelli said in the media. He said, I'm very pleased that Mario wants to play with me. Uh, in the summer, he called me every day begging me to join him at City. But if he wants to play with me, then he'll have to come to Milan, not the other way around. What is he like? Uh, <laughs> literally because Man City won't sign that. <laughs> um, and you remember his, um, his, his agent, Mino uh, Raiola? Yeah. Um, I think that's Rings a bell, yeah. yeah, yeah, something like that. Uh, Johan Cruyff had has been um, having a little dig at Ibrahimovic, the boot, yeah. um, as is uh, his way. And uh, Raul replied to Cruyff's um, criticism, and he said, "Cruyff is senile and gutless. <laughs> he should be. This is one of the greatest players that's ever graced the pitch. Yeah. Um, he should be in a mental home with Guardiola. They could, <laughs> s- they could, they could sit quietly and play cards. That's both barrels. Whichever way you look at it, that is both barrels, isn't it? It's amazing. <laughs> but, uh, is it not a suggestion? I mean, they yes. could have a nice game yeah. of cards. I they? think that sounds all right. I'd like to play cards with yeah. Guardiola. In a I mean, nice perhaps quiet. not, perhaps <laughs> not right? just yet, Mino. No. It just makes you realise that, that Ibrahimovic has just surrounded himself with people who are as nuts as he is. Or, mm. or not even nuts as he is, people who hit uh, his last manager as much as he did. I'd like to see a front three, Ibrahimovic, Balotelli and Cassano. Because <laughs> yeah. Garoni came out and said that, um, <laughs> uh, he reacted to reports uh, this weekend and he came out and said that there's no way Cassano's ever putting on a Sampdoria shirt ever again. He was yeah. like, but, then, then he but you know he'll just go down the shop and buy one, and that's <laughs> yeah. all he'll be. That's the only thing he'll be wearing, and he'll yeah. just be dancing on the guy's it car or something. <laughs> we just don't get. We've got like dirty players and people who do naughty things off uh, off the field, but who've we got sort of the, mouthing the, off? The only one's Holloway. Bellamy, really. no, but the only one Holloway no, like manager-wise. Yeah, but not meant like proper mental. Uh, you're clearly yeah. off your head. So yeah. <laughs> we don't have that. Rio, that good Rio put in an early bid. Bad, didn't very he? bad. <laughs> <laughs> out. What was that? Sorry, Jack? Rio put an early bid in, but he's yeah. <laughs> He's tailed off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as fun ripping out of Rio anymore because I actually quite like him. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, He's got it together. Is he? Has he got um, a record label? And maybe he's got everything he wants. He's got yeah, loads of things. He's doing very well uh, for himself. But we have to go to Holland now. Talking about um, mental stuff, um, Ajax have suspended uh, Luis Suarez for a couple of league matches. Not the Champions League. Um, oh, they've, they're not. No. Um, yeah, they're, they've suspended <laughs> their own player because he bit um, Otman Bacal of uh, PSV Eindhoven on the shoulder in their nil-nil draw on the weekend. That's an odd move. What, did, why yeah, the was doing this? Didn't Mas- <laughs> did Mascherano bite someone when yeah, he over West Ham? The Spurs, wasn't it? Yeah, but, yeah, it was Spurs, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but uh, it's not the only problem um, Ajax have had with uh, players. Uh, they have, um, or had, should I say, a Dutch defender, Rene Osei Kofi. Only 18. He was contracted to Ajax, but he was on loan at a second tier club uh, in Holland. And he's had his contract cancelled um, by Ajax, and he's been uh, sacked by Almere City, I think that's how you pronounce it. This was because he was involved in a training and bust up with uh, his teammate Christian Gandu. And most bust-ups, you know, a few fisticuffs, pushing and shoving. Kofi went to his car and returned to the changing room with a gun, which he put to Gandu's head. And uh, several, yeah, several of the uh, Almere um, players had to uh, talk him. You should be in prison. Not, yeah. you should be in prison for that. It's incredible, isn't it? Well, you surely, Absolutely surely, he's going to face charges for that. That's insane. He's taken it too far. I feel upset now. Yeah, <laughs> outrageous. Absolutely outrageous, mm. isn't it? So, um, uh, yeah. Uh, Dear idea. Um, <laughs> we, we, <laughs> Unfortunate use of the word both barrels in the last uh, mm. bit as well. <laughs> I feel stupid now, don't I? <laughs> I should have looked a bit further down the run and I made that quip. <laughs> um, I hid it from you. Um, uh, oh, oh uh, also, uh, talking about big derbies, oh. I think the uh, Uruguay, the Montevideo uh, derby. Oh, national was a, like, uh, we had an, uh, an email from uh, Nick Grant. 
uh, who's who's at the Penarol uh, National. He said it was a boring nil-nil game. Um, not bad, really. He emailed last week as well, didn't he? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he loves it. He loves it. Apparently, um, he said about the famous giant chicken. Apparently, it was part funded by Estudiantes supporters <laughs> in Argentina because they have a very close and long-standing relationship with the fans of Penarol. Great stuff. Nice. Teaming up. But is teaming it up. Chicken hands across the ocean. over the side of the stadium or something yeah. as well. Yeah. Well, how else are you going to get a good chicken? Yeah. yeah, sorry, silly me, isn't it? Um, <laughs> it was hatched out of a giant egg. <laughs> <laughs> well, while we're in South America, we've got to say that uh, Rivaldo is going to join second tier. Moggy Mirim I think that's hmm. how you pronounce it and if it's not then that's how I'm going but doesn't to he sort of co-own it or something yeah it? that's right he's yeah. president of it or something yeah, like yeah. That. how it, old is he now 37 38 I mean. yeah, yeah, he's, he's going to play in the Sao Paulo State Championship got to be a lot more fun than playing Bunyo's core I'd have thought yeah I would have mm. thought I would have thought <laughs> so uh, I think it's time for some emails is it let's do some Good. emails lads. hang on a minute we need the um emails oh he's back now there we go uh, Pete or James I'll go first mm, James or Jim You've got yourself confused there. <laughs> We won't know who you're addressing If you start doing <laughs> yeah. that Oh sorry uh, This is from uh, Gavin Hi Gav Hello uh, Dear Ramblers No ho uh, oh. I, was, I was enjoying a pub quiz this week In my local near Craven Cottage Shortly A few moments in Me and my mates noticed That Mark Hughes uh, Was in the, the pub And also What appeared to be Fulham's coaching staff As well mm. My Welsh mate was particularly excited As Hughes was his favourite player Growing up As well he should have been They got involved in the pub quiz And my team And theirs Drew for the lead Ooh. Get this lads Get this It went to a tie break yes. And my Welsh mate Got to go Mano and Mano For the win Against his childhood Man. hero What sort of pub quiz is this? I'd be <laughs> there's a draw There's a fight <laughs> <laughs> Is it questions and volleys? Yeah <laughs> I mean it has to be said That Hughes was quite pleasant But uh, when they won We kind of hoped That they would donate The 30 quid bar tab to us As we are students And he is a millionaire He did not <laughs> <laughs> He's a winner He didn't get where he was today By giving away prizes That he'd won I mean let's be honest Sparky great. Sparky's taking that one To the bank My word Much love to the ramble Gavin That's Thanks, amazing Gavin. I've never been uh, I've never Seen anyone famous in the pub quiz before? No, no, no certainly not. I don't think so. I mean, why are you not beating? Mark? I mean, I'm not. You know, why are you not beating Mark Hughes and his team? You should be beating them. Do you remember when? Do you ever see you that? don't know what Mark Hughes' general knowledge is like. You don't you know? know what the questions were. True. There's um, no hard or easy ones. Just the ones you know and the ones you don't. Do you remember that one? <laughs> the, the, the documentary about Manchester United followed them around for a year, and they were having a big. Uh, Quiz and all like there was the, the teams were all sort of the players and the, the, the staff like Ferguson and all the, the older guys were on one table and there was something about the questions and Roy Keane started moaning because the question wasn't specific enough or whatever and they lost through it and he got so fed up he just walked out <laughs> and Ferguson and all the old boys they won and they did, some, did they do someone's knee on the way out <laughs> stamped on someone there we are uh, James right, what have you got in your hand it's a bit of paper with an email on it oh, um, called a letter. <laughs> um, Ramble Force ho ho ho. Ho. ho 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 I was surprised when you mentioned the Wraith versus Dunfermline game on the last podcast without mentioning some of the more controversial events than uh, Wraith's two late goals a Pars fan was telling me about the game and was saying the Lionsman had a shocker in the second half not an irregular occurrence I thought until it turned out that the Lionsman from the first half had been injured and replaced at half time when Dunfermline were 2-0 up by one of the Pars fans that can't be true no, that can't, that's surely that's a big shout which I'd like to distance myself from in case we get fun by reading it out on the podcast yeah. <laughs> interesting tactic yeah. well you know, I'm a maverick um, the controversy didn't stop there however is in the second half Dunfermline got a player sent off before making a double substitution however only one player went off <laughs> the referees resumed play before realising the error five minutes later meaning they had to take a player off and replay those five minutes what? who says Scottish football isn't exciting keep up the good work Dan 
save Edinburgh. Just fact, David. One of the things is I was reading recently about all this stuff that how the, the Scottish referees may strike and stuff, and mm. I felt a bit sorry for them because you know you need referees; it's an important job. Mm. Uh, but it, get a grip. It's <laughs> Scottish football turned into the Wild West. Yeah, that is that is insane. The basic yeah. rules need to be sorted out. They need to at least uphold those. You know, for that to, if that's any of that is true, Dave. You know, which your name there's sounds disconcertingly vague. I'll there, be yeah. there, was a great, there was a great bit in uh, the Rangers match where um, Kenny Miller kicked the ball out, and did you see it? it bounced off the linesman, and he thought that the, because the linesman should have been off the field, it counted as a throw-in. So he went and, uh, and kicked the no, yeah, he kicked the ball out, then realised he'd conceded. A throw-in, so to speak, because it had bounced off the linesman. Oh, Again, awesome. is it the wild rest up there? <laughs> what, what's going on? In the Blackburn game, I think it was, the referee took out one of the players as well. The the Black- Black- yeah. yeah, Blackburn's in Scotland, I know that, but it just reminds me of the, the referee and, and one of the players. had a massive collision, yeah, yeah, yeah. which we yeah. weren't too happy about. Lovely one of the stuff. referees are striking. Mm. Mm. In, in Scotland. Scotland. Proposed, <laughs> proposed uh, striking. Uh, Marvellous. Uh, Pete? Well, we've got, um, well, we got a little forum on our website, thefootballramble.com. We may have mentioned it before. <laughs> <laughs> and occasionally we pull out like a highlight, a little sort of forum topic of the week, if you will. Have we got uh, one? Well, we've got one. Oh. A, a user by the name of Ackermans. Uh, he wants to set up some sort of ramble band. Uh, we, what we, we, that's we, for? No, not, that would be horrendous. Uh, <laughs> I mean, genuinely horrendous. <laughs> Awful. But no, uh, with Thank players, you. notable players who can play instruments or sing or do things like that. Oh, really Gareth Ainsworth, QPR. He used to play for QPR and he can play... It. I think he sings and plays guitar in a rock and roll band. Slavon Bilic. Oh, yeah, Bilic. Bilic. Well, yeah, course, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, well, Ronaldinho. He plays percussion, doesn't he? Oh, I mean, you, right. You're going to have some strange instruments in this band. It's just good to accept <laughs> yeah, that true. early on. Well, Ack- Ackerman's written sort of. A, uh, just check it out if you can. Uh, he's written a big backstory uh, about a real, uh, not a real band, but like a, a virtual band including Zlatan Fellaini and uh, Brucey oh. Grobbelau and people like that. But he's written a massive sort of bio. It's beautiful. Fellaini looks like he could be in Boney M. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Suzanne Claret <laughs> says uh, Carlton Cole could play banjo because he ain't, ain't hitting any car- cow's asses. Yeah, well, might as well do yeah. something with it. Yeah, yeah uh, right. Benji from Fife. Uh, Dublin on his old Jube yeah. Oh, the Jube, yeah. yeah. Uh, Big Dan eighty three says Stan Collymore because uh, he, he's beaten some skins before. Oh, <laughs> dear, oh dear, both Ooh. in car parks, close and, to the and knuckle, and lit. <laughs> Good, that works. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah, and uh, there's a glorious video post on there also, also of. Um, of Danielson, Gilberto, and uh, Baptista, and Baptista's playing the uh, banjo. Speaking of banjos, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, imagine the tiniest instrument being played by the hugest man. <laughs> yeah. Carlos Tevez would be like Bez. Yeah, dancing. Right. I think Carlos Tevez does play an instrument, doesn't he? I, I think he sings. No, he dances, rats, sings. sings yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jan, 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 yeah, Jan of course. Yeah. Um, single out in Gamba. Ryan Barbel had that rap thing as well online. Who was that guy that used to play for Forest? He was in a band. He was in like an indie band like in the 90s. Oh yeah, I, mean, I remember it. Blonde guy. Yeah, yeah. Ian yeah. Wone, was it? No, no, it was a blonde guy. <laughs> I know you mean. He was quite young when it, there was a bit of a fuss about it. I don't yeah. think he ever so really he went, he, went, he went to Plymouth. No, he was. Well, no. He went to Plymouth after that. I'm pretty sure. I can't remember his name. I'll find out. It was right. something like Paul McGallagher or something yeah. really like sort of <laughs> generic <laughs> indie. That's Liam how I Gallagher. remember it. But let's not forget Andrew Cole. Does yeah. he, does he, well, outstanding, outstanding, yeah, of course, yeah. Outstanding, yeah. New, uh, Newcastle striker went to uh, Wolfsburg and then buggered off. Uh, oh, Martins. Martins. Yeah. Martins. He was in a, a rap uh, or rather R and B video, notably. What no Bertus Solano with the old dude? Yeah, yeah, trumpet, trumpet, yeah. beautiful boy. This band are going to be shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like loads of them. It's like the polyphonic string. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> loads of them. I'd imagine Ian Holloway to play the trumpet. I don't know why. Mm. Did you see him so playing certain wings? Those I would let him. Sorry, those sort of ones are better kept to yourself. They're not. <laughs> I would just let him do spoken word bits here and there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Shatner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to live like common people. <laughs> <laughs> Deary me. 
Ladies and gentlemen, it's profile time. Yay! And all the sounds are out the way. I <laughs> shall proceed. Um, uh, this is a man who needs to be inducted, <laughs> and so he's going to be. It's, he's, uh, he's in the right place. <laughs> it's Jack Greenwell. Who's he? I hear you cry. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you. He was born Thank on the second. <laughs> he was born on the second of January, eighteen eighty-four. That'll test you. Oh, eighteen eighty-four. <laughs> yeah. um, Give him a chance, Marcus. We don't 83 know. years before the summer of love? Is that right? Say anything. Yeah, about that. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that'll do. Um, that'll do. Now, I shall begin the profile by saying, and this is on Barcelona's website. Mm. Yeah, we've all heard of them. <laughs> um, he's gone down in history as Barcelona's first official coach. Mm. Yeah? Mm. So take note. Take note. Um... Uh, it's quite incredible, really, because he was a non-league player. Although, bearing in mind, he did play um, his football in the sort of around the, the, the 1900s. So uh, <laughs> everything's kind of non-league back then. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the standard wasn't too uh, uh, too differing in the, the different tiers. Um, he was a non-league player who's uh, has been portrayed in a film. Uh, won the first unofficial World Cup. We will go into these things mm. in due course. Uh, managed, of course, one of the biggest clubs in the world, and is still the only European manager to have achieved a particular prize in South America. Mm. More on that later. Which is my favourite continent. So, is that right? Um, yeah, I'll be interested to hear what that is. <laughs> um, he is from uh, County Durham oh. in the northeast of England. Your neck of the woods, Pete. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of. There yes. you go. Do you feel at one with him already, Pete? <laughs> Uh, he played most of his um, early football with Crook Town and was a part of... Uh, a Again, one of yours. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just listen off East Town. Sod the... Sod the, uh, uh, the sod profile. The profile. Yeah. Um, and we'll induct the North East of Newcastle. Uh, North England, rather. I'll move on. It's probably best for all concerned. Um, that's right. He was a part of history um, when he helped West Auckland win the, the unofficial first World Cup. That's what it's dubbed as, this thing. It's the uh, the Sir Thomas Lipton Trophy, which was an association football competition that took place in Turin, of course in Italy, um, in 1909 and 1911. And it's often referred to people as the first ever World Cup because it was teams were sent there from uh, various different countries around uh, Europe. And uh, Italy, Germany and Switzerland, for example, they sent their best uh, professional sides there. The FA, of course, weren't interested, didn't bother too big for it. Um, but Lipton wanted a British representative, so he invited West Auckland FC. And they won the tournament and then returned to Italy in 1911 to defend the title. Well, they beat a country. Um, well, they, they, sorry, and, and they beat Juventus 6-1 in the final in 1911. But these were like, you know, Juventus were considered Italy's best side at the time. 6-1 was like a run-of-the-mill score then. <laughs> yeah, but what I'm saying is these teams... Like it's in La Liga now. Yeah. Political. Um, <laughs> in Italy, Germany and Switzerland, they sent their best teams and some of the other countries did, whereas England just like, were not interested. When, they said, well, let's get these amateurs in. When, were the, when was the first commercial flight? Because the Ollie's... <laughs> Yeah, no, I always dates. think about I also it. Think, totally, how yeah. long did it take to do all this travelling? Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, I'm pretty sure it took teams that went to the first proper World Cup absolutely ages to get it back. So. Yeah. Like, uh, like no. doing a burr camp. Just having yeah. yeah. a ferry yeah. everywhere. Very true. Very true. Um, yeah, and the uh, that West Auckland story, because they were awarded the trophy outright, was uh, later made into a film called A Captain's Tale. Ooh. Which is definitely my film of the week. I'm making a note of that when I'm watching it. Yeah. Um, in 1912, he joined Barcelona. 
Now, as you say, Pete, you know, the transport wasn't quite the same. He couldn't exactly, you know, seen it on Wish You Were Here and thought yeah. I fancied a bit of that. Did <laughs> they scout him? Right, it, it, it's, it's hard, isn't it? It's, in, yeah. it's incredible. YouTube? <laughs> yeah, Dennis Wise saw him on YouTube. Um, <laughs> uh, he made 88 appearances, scoring 10 goals for Barcelona. And again, while he was at Barcelona, he arranged uh, a series of games uh, with, with Crook, uh, his old side. Um, but again, he's what, not forgotten his roots. But what do you? Do? He sort of sent a letter or a telegram or mm. what? Well, Come yeah. over. Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> it's just so funny, isn't it? Mm. It's, it's technology. It sounds like a bit of a, a, a sort of precursor to, to Sir Bobby Robson. Well, yeah, from the northeast of Barcelona. There you go. There you go. You just missed out Ipswich and uh, mm. Eindhoven. Um, and uh, as a player, he uh, went on to win two championships uh, with uh, Barcelona. This was um, in the uh, Campeonat de Catalunya, which is uh, which was the first professional league in Spain before La Liga was established. But I think it was just in the Catal yeah, Catalan yeah. region. That's right. Um, I think it was regionalised back then. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but it was when he was uh, manager really that he made his name there. And he managed Barcelona for seven seasons, a record bettered only by Johan Cruyff. Not That's bad, nuts, isn't it? Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, by by some standards, that is isn't that long really. No. When you look at the length of time football's been happening for, yeah. 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 sort of the, the incredible manager we, we've had in the game. Mm. And in that time, Barcelona won five championships and two Spanish cups. Quite incredible, really. Uh, he had two stints there, 1917 to 1924, and then 31 to 33. Uh, in between, though, he did coach uh, Espanyol, Barca's rivals, winning a championship and Spanish Cup double in 1929. <laughs> he was successful uh, yeah. wherever he went. Um, and then when he went back to Barcelona, of course, he won another championship there. Uh, he went on to manage Valencia and Sporting Econ. Um, uh, but after that, he had to flee Spain because of the outbreak of the Spanish Civil War. And he went to Turkey. I don't know why he went to Turkey in the, in the, the sort of the mid thirties uh, there, and th there's nothing really that is, is recorded about his time in Turkey. But what I can tell you that in 1938 he popped up in Peru. Wow, well, it just gets maybe, stranger. Maybe he'd found a tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there was some shit going down around that time. I think so. Well, maybe yeah, thought, yeah, outbreak of World War like Two, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where can I go? Good enough. Like. This is rubbish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so he became the manager in 1938 of uh, Universitario de Deportes and won a domestic title there, mm. of course, in, in Peru straight away. Then perhaps his biggest achievement, though was when he coached the Peru national side to victory in the 1939 South American Championships, later became the Copa America, and he's the only non-South American to have ever achieved this. Great stuff. Wow. Absolutely incredible. Great stuff. Um, I should also say the year before he won the uh, football tournament during the 1938 Bolivarian Games, uh, which was uh, some, for some of the South American nations. A bit like a mini Olympic Games there. He's basically won everything he's entered. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's almost he's sort of like the A-team of football management <laughs> back in the day you just get him in I mean he, in 1940 he got involved in the Colombian national team um, but I say there wasn't too many records there because they were unrecognised by FIFA at the time right, okay, um, yeah. an unregistered team I suppose are there that many records there now <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly and then uh, in 1942 he was hired by Santa Fe uh, in Colombia of course, he led them to their first state title. Very popular among the local journalists for his uh, tactics and discipline. And in his last game uh, in charge of the club, they beat their local rivals 10-3. <laughs> so he's done well. And the reason why that was his last game for the club um, was because he died after training that day of a suspected aneurysm. 
Um, he was only 58 at the time. Uh, he packed a lot into his life then. He was well, crazy. yeah, it's in- incredible, He's, really. He says a lot of great innings. It wasn't a good innings, but he had an excellent innings in, the f- in football. I'm not here for a long time, Pete. I'm here for a good time. That's <laughs> maybe what he may have said. But what he achieved was absolutely remarkable, mm. you know. And he, I mean, he was a bit of a journey. A trailblazer, though. A trailblazer. Yeah, 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 totally. Because that was a sort of time where, you know, making a living out of football then must have been so difficult. Yeah, it was much yeah. Harder, so much hard. But yeah. in, in these countries, you know, he's popping up in Spain, in exactly, Turkey, yeah, Peru. Colombia and he mm. did well he's mm. successful wherever he went mm. it was absolutely incredible a guy called Richard McCall incidentally wrote an article um, in Global Football Today where he went round uh, he, he was in Colombia and he went round some of the graveyards looking for his burial place and uh, looking through the records about this man absolutely incredible it was well worth uh, reading he, he kind of summed it up quite nicely and I'll, 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 I'll give him the final words and he said Jack Greenwell passed away and uh, his mastery of the beautiful game goes unrecognised by the vast majority of football fans but uh, hopefully um, this can reawaken some of the interest in this journeyman coach that really made his mark globally in aiding leads, uh, leagues in their infancy to get off the ground which is a remarkable achievement and, and in he comes Jack Greenwell Trailblazer, an underrated trailblazer. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Welcome. But that can't be understood. He'll climb out of the Dim Windows Hall of Fame and just like go and start a league in like, <laughs> Madagascar. He'll start another Hall of Fame yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and win it. There we go. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the football ramble for this week. Thank you for listening. And if you want to get in touch, the email address is podcast at thefootballramble.com. The website is, of course, thefootballramble.com. Get over onto the forum and uh, Ramble Extra on uh, Friday. And uh, what else have we got going on, chaps? Pick live? Yes. Pick live. I won a jackpot on the Arsenal Spurs game. You did, oh, yes. I won a there. jackpot on uh, Blackburn Villa. I won one on, uh, what was the match <laughs> after that? Yesterday, Man City, Fulham. I won a jackpot, came second in a couple of times as well. I was doing all right. There's money there to be won, everyone. Oh. The footballramble.picklive.com. Oh, yes. Stop that. Money to be won and fun to be had. Mm. And T-shirts to be worn. Oh as yeah, well. yeah. <laughs> um, if you don't want to get yourself a T-shirt, um, you can through us. Thefootballramble <laughs> yeah. dot com. Yeah, you can get a, a pop bang lovely T-shirt. I uh, am Zlatan. I am Zlatan. Yeah, proven popular. Um, a little uh, Jamie Redknapp one. A lovely little T-shirt. Mm. Oh, yeah. lovely stuff. Just in the shop section. And yeah. Christmas drinks, of course. Yeah, the, the, the time is drawing near where we all go out and get drunk in the name of Christmas. And uh, not all of us. Well, we will. Three out of four mm. ain't bad. Eighteenth of December. You can live vicariously through us. Yeah, I know you do. Yeah. Go <laughs> 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 carry on. Yeah. <laughs> um, 18th of December, the King's Arms, nearest tube, uh, Liverpool Street in London, of course. Get yourself uh, along to, to that from 12:30 onwards. There'll be um, plenty of things to be doing. You can play a bit of pick live. You can have a few drinks with us. We'll all be there. And if um, uh, and if you come with a, uh, a new is it a ramble t-shirt? Yeah, if you, you get a free beer. A, yeah, a new a new ramble t-shirt. You get a free beer. One thing yeah. you must do is you must put your names into podcast at thefootballramble.com or click attending on the Facebook group. Um, to ensure entry and get there early because it'll probably be busy. It was brilliant last time. Mm. Yeah, there we go. Time. I had a great time. Not not, not enough people there recognised what we do for them. And bought us beers. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody bought us uh, sort of. Was it like sort of like a Scottish tablet they have? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. That was I, Andrew. Uh, Andrew from Edinburgh. I yeah. drunkenly scoffed that on the on the show I didn't even sniff that. You had that. I did. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, come to the Ramble Drink to bring presents. It's the only reason we have organise it. <laughs> <laughs> It's not. Say goodbye, James or Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Lukey. Goodbye. Come on, you super. Toopsa. <laughs> <laughs>
England for some unrelated Kabanga uh, reason, they don't win the World Cup. Um, who do you think's got a good shout? Um, if we don't win it, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, Argentina have got the best players, man for man. Spain, you'd have to say the weight of expectancy um, always works against them. The Dutch have got Ian Robin which is a player who's playing the best football of his life. Um, the Germans always come good, and the Italians are old and ageing, but will be difficult to beat. So, one of, uh, one of ten know. teams, really. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, you've, you've got to. I mean, the Brazilians are not. Um, aneurysm. Aneurysm. Oh, sorry. Aneurysm. Hmm. And the reason why that was his final game was, I mean, he was only uh, 58 at the time, and he died uh, after training one day, suddenly, of an aneurysm. Sorry. Aneurysm. <laughs> aneurysm. It's not a hard word, that one. Aneurysm. <laughs> mm. That's silly me. Look at aneurysm. There's an E in there. Aneurysm. aneurysm.